I say something? Is it just me? Are you fucking sick of spoiler culture? As in how? As in, I am absolutely sick of constantly hearing, don't spoil. Remember, hashtag no spoils. Hashtag don't spoil. No, because that, to me, that is less annoying than the cocksuckers who on purpose try to spoil something because they think it's funny. But here's the thing. That's way less annoying. If I had to, if there was one type of person that could be left on this earth, it's the don't spoil people. I would rather I deal with them. I don't care. That's the thing. Like, well, I've had things spoiled for me. Sometimes, I, yeah, sure, if you wanted to, you know. Look, if you natively, seek out but, a spoil, that's, if you seek out a spoiler, that's fine. But whenever you have cocksuckers who are putting stuff in Facebook comment sections just to be fucking cocksuckers. Jesus, Jake, calm. No, they're fucking <laughs> cocksuckers in case you hadn't noticed because they are, dude. They on purpose put this shit out there so that people will come across it in the most random of shit and they think it's funny. No, fuck that, dude. I, uh, dude, I would totally go Jay and Silent Bob at the end of Jay and Silent cannot, Bob Strike Back on those dudes. I can't understand the anger in that. Because it's fuck, dude, it's being the the lowest form of asshole. Like, those people, I wouldn't piss on their gums if their teeth Jake, were on fire. I, I don't they understand join, this they, at all. They're no different than Vice President Mike Pence. Jesus Christ, Jake. Okay, no, <laughs> I'm going to have to stop you there. Somebody spoiling something is not the same as a fucking hate monger. No, somebody spoiling something to be a fucking asshole. It's not the same as a hate monger. It's the same fucking thing. Because, dude, they're coming at it from a very, very, very selfish point of view, and they want to do it just to ruin something for somebody else. Yes, it's no fucking That's the same as hating someone for being born a different way. Are you serious? Dude, it's still coming from a frame of selfishness? Yes. Holy fuck, Jake. I was Jesus Christ. No, no, I'm just saying if there was one of those type of people left on this earth, I would rather have the don't spoil people left on this earth. Okay, I could take either or, but the 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 route you took on this, Jake. Holy shit. Yeah, that's right. Jake just got all fiery. No, 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 not just fiery, Jake. That was horrible. Dude, seriously, I I if uh, no, it is kind of bad. No, I'm going to stick to my kinda, guns. No, I'm going to stick kinda. to my guns. Like, no joke, if this person, if they're the type, it, the dude who, you know how there's that recording of there were people who walked out of Barnes & Noble with Half-Blood Prince, and there was the dude that drove by and they recorded yeah. it and he screams, Snape kills Dumbledore. If that dude would have been in a fiery accident just after that happening, I wouldn't have pulled him out. I, I cannot, I cannot understand, I cannot grok with this, Jake. Because, quite frankly, I think anti-spoiler culture is fucked up itself. How? How is it asking because, not to... No, 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 dude, no, 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 no. you're asking, basically not asking. somebody's ruining an experience I'm for you. I'm talking about right now. All this shit of, oh, make sure you don't do this. Make sure you don't do that. Hashtag don't spoil endgame. All I can see is the fucking marketing kid who's just jizzing his pants over it. So it works. That's the fucked up bit of it. It's like it's, it's. I think it's because it's manufactured now. No, I don't. There's I don't individual. Think it's there's individual rage, but the fact that everybody's sharing. Make sure you don't do this. Make sure you don't do that. It's just more free advertising. Because hey, let's not let's not let's not discuss a thing. All right, you need. You need to see the thing. You have to see it yourself. You can't let somebody talk to you about it. You have to see it yeah. yourself. 
all I can see when I see that is, oh yeah, uh, let's give him just a little bit more money. That's all I can see when I see fuck Jake. That's pretty if you fucking jaded. Fucking if you think I'm bad, no. that's pretty fucking Again, jaded, Jake, Bob. I I may leave this part in just so people can try to like. Oh, I hope can so. Can ask which is worse. Someone who's jaded and sees anti-spoiler culture as nothing but a marketing gimmick or somebody who compared people who spoil shit on purpose to hate mongers. Yeah, it's the same fucking thing. I, it, no, I, they belong to the same brand of asshole. To me, that's the same brand of asshole. There are different brands of assholes. Same brand of asshole, dude. Same. What if, is so? If, 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 oh, you're, God. if you're someone who I yes, if I wouldn't I piss on your teeth, I wouldn't piss on your gums if your teeth were on fire. You're in the same brand yes. of asshole. Okay, what you're okay? What you're saying is you think all of them suck. Period. But what you are saying is they are equally bad. They are not equally bad, Jay. Okay, Bob. Let's, they cannot be equal. You cannot compare stupid dork shit to fucking hate mongers. They're not the same. You can like okay. You could say they both suck. The end. But you're saying yeah, that they, they suck both suck, equally. and they're both being yeah. They don't suck equally. They can't suck equally. They absolutely cannot because Jake, that is fucking marginalizing the shit out of people who have to deal with hate mongers. Hi, Bob. Have you never met me? Oh, I like generalizations. And there's <laughs> some generalizations, you Jake. You that's. That is, but it is no to me. If we put assholes on a rocket ship, yes, I would put Mike Pence and all the races on the same one as the the fucking people. Not people. Look, we have a general one out there. Like before, we talk about something. We're like, hey, we're gonna talk about this. You guys, yeah, have been I wasn't more, expecting but Bob, this. But Bob, <laughs> look, look, that's different. Whenever it's put out there, if you say like, even if you look at a YouTube video, if it's like spoilers, look, the only thing that's closest to a spoiler for me is I know Captain America's gonna die because the motherfucker's contract is up. Yeah. That's not a spoiler. That's it's just like, the fact. This arc is done. They're gonna, they're either yeah. gonna retire or die. The right. end. But look, if I seek out a spoiler, that is one thing. Again, it's not people who give spoiler-filled reviews or anything like that. No, this is specifically aimed at those people who, on purpose, make it a point to do it. Because, yes, Bob, that same person, I would almost bet dollars to donuts, is walking around with a fucking MAGA hat. Because that's the type of person that does that type of shit. Okay, no, let me put it to you this way. Okay, I'll, I'll give some ground and say yes. Okay, if if you're the type to say sin is sin, period, and it you know killing someone is just as bad as bad as cussing. Okay, fine. So I'll give some ground and say that no, they're not on equal footing. However. Would you still not agree with that statement I just made? That the same person that walks around with a fucking MAGA hat to no. be an asshole is the same type of asshole who would, on purpose, drive down the road and scream Snape kills Dumbledore at I've a group of people. I've seen too many assholes from too many walks of life to think that all are one. Again, or, this is a like, generalization. Because yeah, as in that generalization. Like I, this one, I can disagree with you without feeling like, Jacob... Because honestly, no, in my opinion, there are there are levels of douchebags on all sides. So I wouldn't say the same person would be exactly. Just be that's a, that's a personal preference on that one. Okay, it's not like no, the no, first no, it's part. Bob, <laughs> but it's, no, 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 no. This is just me saying 
I personally don't agree. I get where you're coming from. I was saying they'd be the same. But honestly, I've seen too many people who with liberal views who are that kind of douchebag. It's, it's going that, along the same. It's going along the same thought process as not all conservatives are racist, yeah. but all racists are conservatives. Yeah, but. But as a, as per the MAGA one, it's that's an okay difference to have. <laughs> I'm like, okay, yeah. I don't personally agree because that's but that because that's purely subjective. Nearly every person you interacted with or th- or assumed to have interacted with that are like that were like that. Mine were a wider spectrum of douche nozzles. So no, I'm not saying that. That's there's, why no, that's I'm not just saying that there's I not douche nozzles on no, 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 both no, that's sides. Why I'm just saying I personally. Am not on that same group as they're probably also wearing the but mega hat. You see, but I get, I get that point of it. That that point's fine. I just, as in, that's just, I personally don't have that idea, but that's okay. That that part, that part, we can put into a nice little bowl of it's okay that we have different opinions on that one <laughs> because it's a simple generalization. It's not the first ten minutes of this fucking Dude, conversation. I don't, I don't I know. Did not ex- I was just trying to. Br- Dude, I was expecting you to say, "Not nah, shit." I read your Twitter this morning. That's what no, I was expecting. I didn't, I didn't look at it. No. Because yeah, it. it's something that it's just been eating me away. Like every time I see, make sure you guys don't spoil. I can understand someone on their own Facebook saying, "Hey, don't do this." But when you see people sharing branded fucking hashtags and shit like that, all I can think of is like, "Fuck." I cuz you I I remember when it started. I remember how much people Flip their shit over Snape killed Dumbledore. I remember T-shirt hell having that fucking shirt up within 15 I, minutes. Yeah. Okay, I remember that day. Okay, because it was back in that Kentucky. Shirt. I remember seeing that shirt yeah. on t- T-shirt. Because hell. is that website still around? I don't know, but I, but I really need to try to see if. Oh wait, I stopped caring when the uh when the uh. Jesus Dobbler shirt went out of rotation. I do need a new one because that is busted up. But oh well. But nah. So let's just move it Jake's is still, coffee away no, from him. No, it still is a website. All right. I have removed Jake's coffee from him. So <laughs> hello and welcome to this episode of A Brother's Quarrel, where we are going to be discussing happy things like season eight, episode two of Game of Thrones, <laughs> Night of the Seven Kingdoms. <laughs> Dude, I'm telling you, I don't look. I don't know why I came out the gate so fired up with that. But I, dude, it does. It, and legitimately, I mean, yeah. I of course you know okay, me. I'm is, very reactionary. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yes, we both know that. But yes, in the long run, if one group of people is going to be shot into the sun, oh please shoot the people into the sun that are at that that spoil things just to be an asshole. But it's, not I people who it's just entertainment. Sure it can suck for a bit, but honestly, I don't know. I cannot think of a single thing, Jake, that had I not had somebody spoiled for me, it would have ruined everything. Maybe. But see, that's the thing. It's not so much about ruining. It's just so fucking uncool, dude. Because so much to me that's disrespectful, right? So if I w- was watching Taliesin and Evatel's weekly reset, 
video. And then randomly there was a two minute section where they spoiled no. all of Endgame. Th- that's and fine. then they went back oh, to the that. video. I'd stop fucking watching. Because if you do something like that without any heads ups or anything like that, you're doing it to be an asshole. That's my thing. Again, it's not oh, it's mean. not with someone giving their review and saying, Hey, this is there's gonna be some spoilers in my review. That is different. It's the people who do it fucking like just to throw the shit in there, and it's like, hee hee, got you. No, fuck that person, dude. Hey, Annie, how about them dolphins, huh? Are them dolphins good? Please, can we talk about them dolphins? <laughs> Hi, Pippins. Jesus. Hi, Pippins. Oh, he is still hiding over here. Sorry, Ollie. He was growling at you earlier. <laughs> you didn't hear that? No. It was He wasn't growling at them. It was when you fucking went on your fucking weird shit. He was growling at you. Okay. Jake. This, this is what I'm going to say. Apologize. Bob, I can't wait to hear what Fran, if oh, Fran agrees God. with me or if she agrees with well, you. Well, Fran's a horrible person, too. Yeah, so. that's why I expect her to agree with me. But <laughs> Us Jake, horrible people have to I'm stick sorry. together. I don't care who agrees with you. I don't care if I do. If the whole world <laughs> agrees with you and I die upon this hill, I, the moral victory will be mine. <laughs> sure. Because guess what? Yeah, that's the only victory you would have. It I would don't be a fucking moral care because victory. I would die... <laughs> Content in the knowledge that spoiling shit is not comparable to hate mongering. <laughs> Can we please talk about Game of Thrones? Let's go to a happy place. <laughs> Let's go. Let's to talk about fucking incest and people killing each other. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> okay. <laughs> So, yes, this is episode two of our month of throne. You were going to fucking bring it up anyway, so. No, actually, I forgot all Bullshit. about it. So, good job, Bob. Bullshit. No, I ser- it was, no, no. Dude, I seriously forgot that that. Your you asshole didn't... would remember, okay? Dude. Would remember right when I was in the middle of making a point Annie. and derailing it. Look, look, watch this. Annie. I, I swear. <laughs> I He's swear. swearing on his dog's forehead. <laughs> I swear that I forgot all about it. You're so precious. Yes, you are. Yes, you are, Papa's little girl. Huh? Yes, you are. Can we please start now? Yeah, I told you. I, dude, I, I seriously forgot all about the title of the previous one. <clears throat> so however you want to do this, Jake, because I know the, the last time you were pressed for time, so I missed a lot of things. We jumped around. Do you want to go scene by scene or or feeling by feeling? Like, just jazz it up, freeform it. I don't know. How many pages of notes did you take? Yeah, just about four and a half. But, you know, double spaced. Well, let's, let we can, since you took notes, I have mental notes. Okay. okay, let me start off by saying that in general, and I told you this in text message, this was one of my favorite episodes, period. Like, I liked it the first time I watched it. Upon second viewing, I nitpicky Bob showed up. So I felt 
dude, to me, the first time I watched it, I was like, oh, I just like that episode, right? Because that's what I wanted in an episode pre-battle for the lives of all humanity kind of thing. A a more personal episode, which people keep calling a bottle episode, which is not a bottle episode because they're not trapped. They're trapped in the next episode, but not right now. The second time I watched it, I realized it's because I felt like I was watching what I would play in Mass Effect 2. Like, if you think about before Mass Effect 2, there's any number of things you can do before the final battle with the collectors before you do all that, right? So you're, you know, if you haven't done all of these missions for your followers before you do the suicide mission, I realize that's one of the reasons why I like this episode is it's the preamble up it to is the, the suicide it is a, mission. This is your last save point if you continue the game yes, will end. exactly. I don't know why. That's what I wanted. I didn't want any... Ex- There's not a lot of political bullshit to it which I didn't want uh, there's, I, there's internal politic bullshit in it though well that's just that's more about interpersonal relationships more than it is politicking for the most part right other than like Sansa and Danny that's the most po- politicking part but but in general that's what I wanted I wanted people sitting around talking shooting the shit like all that yeah. stuff that we would do in a video game before a suicide mission, that's exactly what I wanted, and that's exactly what I got. I fucked up. I need to hide that plastic toy because Annie's got it now. <laughs> what plastic toy? That one that, oh, that just sounds like <laughs> on the fucking audio. <laughs> There's one episode where it's just ever present, and it was just because Ollie was laying over there just. <laughs> All right, so well, but, I guess we'll yeah. do it scene wise, and we'll, uh, I'll I'll get to my thought on the episode whenever it gets to it in my notes because it it literally came after I was like seeing a specific scene, and then it just I noted I started noticing things on it. I so I actually have them broken down with titles. So, uh, scene one, the moot, just straight because you assumed. You assumed like from the trailer or from the like the preview on episode one, it'd be like a bit into the episode. No, bam! My brother always told me like, dude. Again, I'm talking. so fucking over Daenerys. Yeah, I'm so especially over that considering character. um, yeah, you're showing a lot of faith to your brother now when you know the entire first season was you realizing he was a lying skeeve bag and how many and you times, had him killed how many times previously would she say i know what my father was and in no way right? does she show that in that scene she's just being petulant she, no, exactly she's just being like well guess what i'm sitting here also, no, in the place didn't. of judgment for you and i'm going to act this way because there's nothing you can do about it you know the it. only reason she knew what her father was after the fact, when Barristan fucking told her how fucked up her dad was, she never knew growing up. There's never any, hey, this man was actually knighted by Sir Barristan Selmy, who was so in your employ. fuck off, okay? All right? Who shouldn't be dead right now. Grey Worm should be fucking worm food, okay? He should I be agree. grayed out and worm food. And Sir Barristan Selmy, who is touted as being the fucking best goddamn some bitch you ever some bitch did. Even better, even better than the Morning Star. 
than right? Sir Arthur Dane. And Sir Arthur Dane was a fucking badass. Right? And Selmy was still better than Sir or Arthur Dane. Or is it Dane. made perfect sense how he was defeated in like the flashback scene because they cheated? Fucking Helen Reed slit his throat from behind. I'd do that too. You want to fuck with the sword of mourning? No. You slit his throat when he's <laughs> yeah. looking, when he's fighting what he thinks is an honorable fight. And you know, you fucking know Ned didn't know that shit. Ned was going to fight honorably as well, but here's Helen Reed's like, just stabs him in the back. Like, fuck you. <laughs> like, yep. no. No, you had Which is aggro, another reason okay? why they also kept that quiet, because can you imagine what that, what kind of kerfuffle that would have caused nah, if they, I don't if think Hal that would have been too much of a... stabbed Sir Arthur Dane in the back while he was in single combat with A battle with is Ned. battle. It was just because True, two but people that doesn't assume... mean it's still single combat, and it would still be... They were in the middle of the war. They were in the middle of a fight. It wasn't a... Let us fight. It was a giant battle between uh, three people and seven dudes who were already fucking Actually, out. it's two and six. Whenever no, I did my three. rewatch, it's two and six. It was a uh, went. Uh, In the show, it's two and six. Oh, I wasn't. There's I only two guys that are the, shown. Yeah, I was going with the thing with the uh, book three. Because of those six, Sir Arthur Dane the kills guy, all the of bat guy, and Dane. Everyone yeah. who dies in Ned's party is killed by Sir Arthur Dane <laughs> in the show. Yeah, he kills all of them. No, wait, no, except for maybe one. No, 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 because Helen was injured by the other guy, and yeah, Dane killed all <laughs> other four. Oh, also, sorry, just real quick. Whenever I was watching the Battle of the Bastards, I kept a running count of how many people it showed Jon Snow killing, and I lost count at 23. Jesus! Yeah, dude, and that's just, like, with the quickness, like, some of them, I know I missed some. There was at least 23 people on screen that Jon Snow killed in the Battle of the Bastards. Anyway, continue. Yeah, one of these is the simple fact that, uh, yeah, I don't know how Danny can give fucking Tyrion shit for letting family blind them. She can't. With that fucking line right there where she was all like, we kept telling each other what we do to the man who killed our father. Like, no, the, so your dad sudden, was fucking crazy. So all of a sudden, she's Skeletor. Yes, they are all Skeletor. <laughs> he man. <laughs> he man. Uh, it, uh, wait, what the fuck is that? Oh, it's bad yeah. If you can't read your own writing, Well, bro. yeah, because I wrote it super fast while I was trying to do everything. But uh, I did love. So when Bran busts out the, uh, when like, you know, Jamie's sitting there's like, I did everything for my family. Of course, I'm not going to fucking say sorry for fighting a war. Like we were in a war. Fuck you. It's like the things you do for love. Like, how can Bran verbally give people the thousand-yard stares? Well, no, he, he has a verbal thousand-yard stare That's and then the said. literal thousand-yard stare. Yeah, I know. Because the point is he can thousand-yard stare no matter what. You take his eyes, he'll do it verb verbally. You take his mouth, he'll pantomime a thousand-yard stare. Yeah. Like, Jesus fucking Christ, Bran. <clears throat> and, well, we all knew Bran was going was gonna to hop up and be all... Brienne. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I completely forgot that Sansa had her back because of that shit. Because yeah. I was too, you know, engrossed on the fact that Brienne is Brienne. I thought she was going to break out what happened at the fuck, uh, at the like what throne. They, 
Oh yeah, what they talked about in the bath. Yeah. That's what I kept. I was like, I was why didn't that. Jamie fucking use that, dude? Why was that never brought up? Anyway, and please some of you also noticed all the times Danny kept giving Sansa stink eye because the whole of the North follows her lead instead, and not just <clears throat> that, but she you could tell she's jealous of Sansa because she naturally gains yeah. that loyalty well like her, her name eye, and her ha- stature yeah. give gain automatic loyalty whereas Daenerys she's forced well in some ways forced loyalty with you know? by dragons by yeah. by buying people reneging on deals and using dragons to kill everyone yeah yeah Whereas Santa just used Littlefinger. <laughs> but, uh, and also, well, no, that's actually incredibly similar. Most of the, okay, so you had Illyrio and Jorah who were following Danny, who eventually, uh, Jorah eventually liked her, but he was one of Varys's fucking spies. They were all working uh, on Viser, uh, on, yeah, on, not Viser, on Varys and uh, Illyrio's plan. Right, and it was all tied to who she was and who her, you know, who her lineage was. Most of the people sworn to Sansa are the same fucking way, but Daenerys is seeing it solely as an outsider. She's only seeing the after effect of getting all that because, according to the Lords of the North, one Sansa was ruling already well, and then Jon shows up. He's like, yeah, he's he's male heir, sure, he's the king now. And then he fucking abdicates. So they see her as the only true Stark. So all Daenerys has seen is the loyalty, not the weird fucking circumstance that caused it. And the fact that everybody takes their leave from Sansa and not her. Oh, it's so fucking hilarious. Like every time it happens, she just stink eyes her. It's great. And then everybody leaves, of course, because after the episode of everybody Coming to Winterfell, it's now the episode where everybody just randomly leaves rooms. And then it comes to scene two, Forge Play. (laughs) But seriously, she's fucking eye-fucking the shit out of Gendry in that scene. Which is true. Where And I I liked it, I liked that scene. Because, you know, you had in the first episode, in Gendry's eyes, just this... This person coming up saying, I need a weapon. It's like, yeah, sure, sure, sure. You need a weapon, sure. Because to him, it's still the same little No, it's still just somebody, just some random person saying, I'm going to fight. I need you to make me something special. It's like, yeah, uh, sorry, we're fucking manufacturing shit. We're we're running factory shit right now, okay? We're not. Everything's coming out of mold. I'm not fucking giving this shit just because I knew you. And then she did, like, the fucking left-handed knife shit. It's like, oh, oh, okay. I'll did make- you notice the guy that was working, like, to the left of that um, board or that that um, that frame that she was Door throwing frame. the knives at? Like, the dude turns it. He turned his head, like, whenever the first one hit, and then the second one hit, and he's like. And then by the time <laughs> she throws the third one, he's not there. <laughs> he had totally pieced out, dude. <laughs> That's so cool. I didn't notice that. Yep. 
But I'm sorry, what the fuck was that weapon? It looked like a staff with just obsidian on it. Yeah, basically, because remember, whenever she when was she, blind, she was. But when she, she was fighting the thing, with the bow, it looked like a morning star but or some no, shit. But kind of, but it's also one to where, like, in the middle, she can detach. Oh my it. god, she's making those three thing nunchuck bullshits. No, 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 no. As in, like, to where you basically you have like a billy club and then a short spear, basically. She's going ninja. Kinda. God, dude. And, it took, and it, sometimes she it seems into like that it's... character in your D and D campaign is all like, "I want to be a ninja." Oh, Cody. <laughs> oh God, did I ever tell you that one time? Me, him, like me, him, and uh, Mule were trying to play a game, and I know she just... said trying. <laughs> yes, trying. We were drunk and high. Well, no, uh, Mule's drunk. Me and Cody were high. He was like, just make up characters right now. So we made a bunch of fucking ninjas. We didn't even roll. We're like, okay, yeah, we're we're flying around trees and shit. Sure. Just because we're fucking young, stupid, and stoned. That still sounds like the one with Bonnie. This was that time. Running around you remember when we had a mule brought over that giant case of fucking Smirnoff ice? Because he just brought it over and there was like fucking 64 bottles. That's more than a case, but... I said that giant case. Kind of. It was just a giant brick of them. Because it was four cases, right? That gets you... No, a case is 24. Anyway. But... So it'd be 72 if it was three cases. But there was just a giant fucking brick of them. And we just had them in the old house in that room where it was part of that. I do remember. It those was part th- of that summer where we actually moved all our comics in there, too. It yeah. just just spent the entire time there just drinking, smoking. And Before just, dad, like, fucking decided to claim it as his own. And yeah. fucking, anyway. Turned it into his crank den. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> but nah. Uh, well, this was one of the good times when he was gone. <laughs> so... And uh, Mule just, God, he kept being bitchy. Because what? They, <laughs> Never. So we decided we fucking mutinied. All right? We stole the game from him, and then he got pissed. So like, fine, fine. My character had a goddamn familiar. Yes, the ninja had a familiar, because of course it did. It was a monkey. It's like, fine, you can play the monkey. It's like, it doesn't do anything. It's like, fine. Fine, goddammit. The monkey can shoot magic missile out his dick. You fucking happy? <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> you just fucking slobbered. <laughs> so there we were, just like, drunk and or high, and just fucking, ah. Uh. Poor Jeff. <laughs> Poor Jeff. It's a reason he never. Ki- it's a surprise he never killed us in our sleep because just from what we would do during D and D, and he was a DM. Oh, that poor baby. Oh, that poor child. That poor child. I'm gonna stick my bunny up its ass. Oh, I did notice something in that scene when uh, she's gauging. Maybe that's how the Night King will defeat Danny's dragons. He'll stick a bunny up its ass. <laughs> <laughs> no, his dragon was the green dragon, so that's the one that's going to get it. Oh, that's true. It was a green dragon that we that's did true. it to. Sam will just shove a bunny up its ass. <laughs> anyway. I read about this at the Citadel. <laughs> <laughs> oh, worse yet, it's going to be one of their undead buddies. There's tales of a group of three friends that once one of them could even run along treetops. <laughs> God. <laughs> and somehow they managed to kill a... a green dragon. 
by sticking a bunny up its arse. <laughs> is that a sorcerer in that one? I can't remember. I don't remember. Yeah. Anyway. Because I that's where I started. That. You want to know where my fucking love of playing gnome started? Was that. Was just the idea of a fucking gnome sorcerer with a ferret familiar. Dude. Don't know why. My basis for gnomes started with uh, Dragonlance, which is still to this day if there's like gnomish characters. I just, I want to, I'm, I'm going to have to do that whenever, if they make uh, the Mechagon the mech gnomes, gnomes yeah. I'm going to just do a bunch of random letters like it would in Dragonlance, because if you remember the gnomes that they meet in Autumn Twilight, you never ask a gnome what their name is. I don't remember. It because some gnomes, it takes two days to rattle off their entire name. Yeah, because in, uh, hell, I loved reading like in third edition shit, gnomes have... So many names. You have the name you were given at birth, the name your parents give you when you're like uh when you're when you're like ten. You have the name the names that each race you tell each race is your name just because fuck they're, it. They're like shorter, wider Mexicans, dude. Yeah, trying to ask a gnome. <laughs> because there's a lot of different names. No, no, no. And in, in Latin America, there there's multiple yeah. names. Like your first last name is your Mother's maiden name, you and then your the, second you last name is your father's. You. Yeah. yeah, but I, uh, God, we I just synchronized right. our yeah. <laughs> anyway, but yeah, like you never ask a gnome if they know someone else. If like, do you know this guy's like, bitch? I know twelve people named that. All right, yeah. fuck, that's one of my names. Do I know you? God, I fuck. Anyway, okay. Anyway, I, anyway. uh, I, the reason I liked the forge play scene was. Mainly, uh, what what becomes later in its parallel? Because, well, when she's asking him about the, uh, has he ever fought the dead, and the way he like somberly fucking equates like some, it's like how, like how many? Because she's like saying it in a way of like, oh, you're gonna tell me all the great deeds? Just a few. It was enough, and that was enough. Yeah. God damn, that was a good fucking scene. And that parallels nicely to the forged sex scene. Where in the same the same vein of asking things, and he's just oh, oh shit, uh 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 ah fuck. Ah, the funniest shit, thing ah, I saw about ah, that is ah, that uh <laughs> is that uh somebody was basically like you could tell Arya lost her mom at a young age because she didn't know the subtract three rule to whatever a guy says. Oh shit. Yeah, so so that's kind of like a joke. It's like whatever number a guy gives you, subtract it by three. Whatever number a woman gives you, add three. Holy shit. Yeah. Uh good old Brand uh then there was like the little snippet of Oh yeah, Brad and Jamie. Brand and Jamie. Where oh, Bran? I don't know why I said Brad, but Bran. Hey, Jane. Brad! Hey, Brad! You the three-eyed crow now? Yo, Brad! Hey, what's Brad, up? Bruh. Why don't you get up that chair and give me a high five, Brad? <laughs> bruh, I so love your visor right now, Brad. Yo, Brad, what happened to that sick dog you used to have? Fucking love that dog, Brad. <laughs> I don't think we have any viewers named Brad, so we're safe. <laughs> I don't know if I have any friends named Brad, so I don't think so, no. That's funny. And yeah, the, honestly, uh, this is about the time I started noticing things. Uh, like, all right, so with this with scene, the, 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 Jamie scene? And, no, the Bran and Jamie, the Tyrion and Jamie leading to the Bran, 
Brienne well, and Jamie. Well, Jesus no, it led Christ. it led to yeah. Tyrian, was Jamie, yeah, and yeah, then yeah. Tyrion, it's, Jamie, and Brienne. Yeah. So Bran, Tyrion, Brienne. There. That little back and forth. It it started making me feel like With Brienne. Yeah. With no, Jamie. And no, Brienne? no, just that whole thirty three oh. scene thing of uh, Bran and Jamie, Tyrion and Jamie, Brienne and Jamie. It felt like it just feels like every scene that I've been watching on this episode is just ticking a box. Because well, in you, some ways because it is. Because they know it's the final season, nothing's coming organically. Nothing feels on this. Like when I see, like, oh, this, okay, let's do this scene now. Okay, now they're going to be talking to there. Okay, now this, because we got to button this story. We got to button this story. Yeah, it was written that way on purpose because the writer, Brian Cogman, he's one of the three people uh, that's not named George R. R. Martin that George R. R. Martin told how this story unfolds. So Brian Cogman, he actually said in like one of those videos that HBO puts out on YouTube where it's like basically talking about the the episode and like just some of the behind the scenes stuff. He legitimately said that he wrote that episode as a love letter to all of these characters because this is the last time you're going to see all of these characters together alive in an episode. So yes, it's written that way on purpose. But and okay, yeah, I I I knew it wasn't, you know, just a random happenstance all they were just ticking fucking boxes, but the point is it seriously feels for the most of this episode, like they are just ticking boxes. Good actors make that seem less horrible. Like when, um, <clears throat> when the three brothers are, are, are on the wall at Dude, night. That was so good. That was another now box tick moment. <clears throat> but it was well done because it was three good actors and it was written well. Whereas all the shit with Tyrion and Jamie. They're two characters that are so fucking not off brand, I guess you can say. I kind of liked it though, especially Jamie finishing Tyrion's whole because he said it eight fucking times. Right. Yeah, which is which I love that though. I did love that little back and forth with them. It was like, what? I was the man. I was I was a guy who was fucking his sister. You, and you, had, you had one, one friend, friend and who was, was fucking his sister. <laughs> yeah, that 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 small small section was great. But everything else just felt formulaic and not well written to me. But see, I like the Brienne and Jamie discussion because Brienne is basically just waiting for him to be snide. That, yes, he's because he's always that one snide. Makes sense because him, him, it's that horrible thing you see in rom coms when like, wait a minute, and she then, was the one right for me. Oh my god, she just took off her glasses. Kind of scene. But it, see, for me, but, with that scene, the key is watching Podrick. He. He God, it was so looked cool. like Brienne. Yes, that's what Brienne yes. looks like when she's sparring, and that's what I loved. Is he has she that fucking s- taught him so well. He she even taught him mannerisms. Yeah, he uh. has the same mannerisms when sparring that she does. Yeah, that was really great. Like throwing somebody off to the side and keeping your profile and just being like, "Yep, that's right. And I then, just bested and, you." And I noticed on the second time, constantly teaching him in that sparring. It's like you got to keep it up like this because, like, when they're talking, I didn't notice the first time, but in the second viewing, you can hear in the background him teaching that guy what he should yep. be doing, and that was so cool. I loved and, that. That was so. And good. I also was okay with like the acting on that scene because, yes, his world's turned upside down, and he doesn't know how to fuck. He's like, he doesn't understand the fact that he's into the big woman. 
Okay, so it's all it's all weird. It's all fucking just jumbled in him, and because of that, Brienne is just fucking on on D the whole time. Just like, why the fuck isn't he making fun of me? And oh my god, have you seen like there's like this compilation I found online of a bunch of Game of Thrones interviews, and they're always together in interviews. They are so adorable to watch together. Yeah, it's true. Because they're like such good friends. And they were just like, oh, oh, oh I, I thought of something else. I thought of something else. Like while someone's trying to fucking do a junket with them. And they're like, guess what? Guess what? You need to see this. It's like, dude, this is so adorable to watch. They, just watching two like damn good friends. And that's how, you know, yeah. it comes through. That's why, you know, again, good actors can make ticking a box scenes. And again, we keep getting ticking box scenes and, but some of the scenes that aren't that are uh, there for, you know, setting up the what's going to happen instead of, you know, ticking boxes. Yeah, they're obvious, but they're also really good. Like that super fucking precious scene with the little girl. All right. At the Onion Night Soup Kitchen. Yeah. OK. That is so adorable because she's all like, when my brothers are fighting, I want to fight as well. Yep. It's like my brothers were fighters. Yep. Yeah. And then oh, Gilly just and Gilly comes in and oh, saves the day real quick with Gilly. Did she look pregnant to you? She most likely is. Yeah. Either that's in character or just the actor. Happened yeah. To be. I don't know. I was I was like, damn, Gilly looks pregnant. Yeah, I don't know if they're trying to hide it. That's a, and I think that's the great thing about not addressing it because it seems like something that will happen. Sam's gonna die right after finding out he's gonna be a dad, or the actor just got knocked up, so they wrapped her up, which is easy to do there because yeah. it's winter. <coughs> so yeah, it was one or the other, and I didn't know which it was. And at this point, it could go either way. Uh, but yeah, so like in the soup kitchen thing, uh, oh wow, looks like I'm jumping around here. We all know fucking the Night King's hiding in the crypts, ain't he? It's all, it, that's where the Night King's hiding, he's already in the crypts? I don't know. That's the thing, I don't know. <laughs> so, now here's the thing, when in the trailer, it showed a dragon breathing fire. And whenever it was breathing fire, it looked like it was indoors. And so I'm still trying to figure out how that's going to work out. But here's my thing. The the more I realize that they're not showing the Night King, the more I wonder if he's legit going to the God's eye. And so he's he's not trying to do like a whispering wood, which is kind of funny that Jamie mentioned that he lost the mm. whispering wood. Because in some ways, that could be what's going on right now. I've heard some talk about that. It's like just the same way with what he did with pulling the people out of uh, Casterly Rock, you know, go somewhere where they're not. And I do wonder if that's what the Night King is doing. I have a feeling that he's south somewhere. And I, th- yeah. And maybe that it's would because be hilarious this is my if he theory. fucking goes south and... Just wreck Cersei's shit. That's that's one of the things that's been mentioned. It's like, what if he's going south and he's going to wreck King's Landing just so he has that much bigger of an army to then lead up north again? This be how you bring Helen Reed back in? But, ah, oh, see, if my God's Eye prediction is true, that's how you could get Helen Reed involved. And Glover's at fucking Moat Kalen, which is the neck, which is the fucking... Uh, right there in the, the neck. Yeah. Yep. 
That would be really cool. That would so be super I'm, cool. I'm really wondering if the God's Eye, if that's where he's going, that's how you can at least bring Mira back into it. Because if there is something about the weirwood tree there at the God's Did Eye. Did she go back? Yes. Okay, I couldn't remember. Yeah, she left. Whenever they got to Winterfell, she left like, and went back home. Bran, you're fucking crazy now. Uh, no, she. Bye. She said that if the dead's coming, I want to be with my family. Basically, and Brand's no longer Brand, so why stay? Right, but I'm telling you, there's God, or was the God's Eye an island? Anyway, God's Eye is an island. Yeah, in the, it's it's, but it's right not. there in the neck at the same. Yeah. right. Okay. Anyway, so if there's got to be something about that, and I don't know what it is, but the more I think about him not being shown, if there's something about him, if he was created at the God's Eye. At that werewood tree, then that would oh, it's by uh, it's below Harrenhal. It's in the it's in a uh, oh, it's it's that it's in that lake. I forgot about that. It's in the lake. It's not off to the side. It's in the lake in the middle oh, yeah, of the yeah. neck. Yeah, but so it, it is, is like, an island. That's why it's called the God's Eye because it's an island around yeah. the lake. Yeah, that's or with a lake around it. Yeah, but anyway. The neck is north of the God's Eye. Oh, it is? The neck is Oh, you're right, right it is. Yeah. Okay, my bad. Because the yeah. neck, yeah, you were right. The neck is where Moat Kalen is. But the neck is that spot where supposedly, like, the gods separated the north from, yeah. There's, like, a river or something No, 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 no. It, it isn't like the gods did it. it. That's That was part of the agreement. Or, yeah, maybe that's yeah. what it was. Anyway, <clears throat> was part of but the, no, yeah. the more I think about it, I wonder if that's a possibility. That is a cool idea, and I hope that's what they do because I really hope the crypt thing's a red herring because they keep fucking talking about the crypts. The crypts, the crypts, the crypts, the crypts, okay? The crypts are going to be full of blood. All right? But I'm telling you, the more that this goes on, the more I get hopeful for my theory. Yeah, I and really— And I put it out. I've, it's it's on the podcast. I've put it out on Twitter. Shit, I, have... I got to upload this today, don't I? Fuck. I've I've <laughs> not seen this theory anywhere. So I'm 100%. Ah, sorry, I was petting Ollie on the side and oh, I'm 100% calling Andy. dibsies on this theory cuz I of all the theories I've seen, this is not one of them. Oh, don't. So, yeah. Anyway, yeah, that how, is really fucking cool. How great would I that be so. if I hope you are right. But imagine what that would do for the story itself. Yes, the crypts are becoming a red herring. But at the same time, that's that'd be too much of an info dump, which would kind of because you'd have to explain everything about that within an episode tops. But see, here's the thing. So there's a battle in episode three. There's a battle in episode five. So in episode four, it's the and there's them only fleeing winter or six, six fuck fleeing Winterfell or whatever it is that they do with Winterfell, right? And Bran saying, "Hey, he is here. He's at the God's Eye. He's at the first Weirwood tree. He's attempting to destroy that Weirwood tree that connects all Weirwood trees. What if that is the central hub, yeah. of all Weirwood trees? And since he's also trying to kill knowledge, and the knowledge comes from there, because that would be kind of cool. But Winterfell's still going to be important because I'm sorry, it's." named after where the the denizens of the land of always winter originally fell. Yeah. It is where winter fell. It's and yes, thanks to WoW, I keep spelling it with one L. 
It's like, oh my god, there's demons in that fucking place. There's <laughs> demons in the north. That's funny. That's pretty funny. <laughs> Kill Jaden's coming through, y'all. Oh. Everybody in Game of Thrones needs to invest in a fucking lock. How I want you to think of how many conversations, all right, where Are someone interrupted? No, not just interrupted. Important conversations. You have Danny and Sansa's meeting, which I legitimately loved, and it made me really like Sansa because, for one, it showed you Danny's side because I loved that because how everybody was like, "Well, you're just using John. You're just using John." It's like I was going to take the throne, and your brother convinced me to bring my entire army north. Who manipulated who? Yeah. That was so good. The one thing I liked about it was that it was a subtle callback to OG Sansa. Sansa at the beginning of the story. She actually had a female to talk to about girl stuff. Oh, yeah. Because they did. They kind of talked girl stuff. She finally had another lady to talk to. Yeah. So she got a chance to talk girl stuff. And I'm sorry. You know Amelia Clark knew what she was doing when she made that stupid smile. She knew she was that face was going to launch a thousand memes. Which one? <laughs> that stupid fucking smile that she gave when she was like, and who is that? Or, someone much taller. Someone much taller. Yeah. It's like, I only loved another uh, one other person's like, and who is he? Much taller. <laughs> and just poor Kit Harrington, dude. He's getting like <laughs> reamed in all three episodes. He's his height has been made fun of. But uh, so, yeah, there was. There was that it was great, and that was the one scene of Danny that I could tolerate in the past like two seasons. Yes, because even though it ended with the one of two, what? I did like the one where she could see all the wounds on John where he had been stabbed. Yeah, that that scene I did like. But what about the North? That fucking button hook! Holy shit! That was Sansa. You know she somewhat planned what she was going to say. And that bitch is... And here's the thing. Were there a lock on that door? The next line most likely would have been, I don't know. And that knowledge, that knowledge of not knowing what's going to happen, probably would have smoothed a lot of shit over. Because... If you say you will kneel, that's saying you're rigidly think. Not knowing what the fuck's going to happen, that that leads an open universe, which is great. You don't know what's going to happen, so you won't always expect the worst. You're going to be prepared for it no matter what, but you're not going to assume constantly that she's just going to fucking bring her dragons and burn your home. That is what is everyone in the North is thinking. But if she were to say just... A sh- even a shrug, all right? But nope, the guy who I always thought was Lord Glover shows up. Yeah. I thought that was Glover. Yeah. But he's the one maester. of the Vale Lords, ain't he? The Maester. No, no, the the old dude in the white gear. He's one of the Vale Lords. Oh, no, he left the room. You're talking about Bronze No, Royce. he also came back. Oh, no, was it, was, it was the Maester that came in to let him know that Theon arrived. Oh, it was, you're it right. It was because that's the old... Um, 
maester for the... Uh... No, I'm not talking about him. I assumed the guy she was talking to was oh. who came back. Yeah, no. Uh-uh. Who is he? R- Bronze Royce? Bronze Royce. So, yeah, Jan Royce yeah. from the... Okay, from the yeah, Vale, from right? from the Vale. Okay, good. Yeah, that's who Sansa was talking to whenever Danny showed up. I really And then that so scene that. with Danny and Theon, like whenever Theon said, I want to fight for Winterfell, oh, that's it- where she's like... This is my brother. This is the Theon who was like a brother to all of us. Well, that she didn't, scene was she didn't so even consider good. him growing up because yeah. she was a bitch. Yeah. But Dude, what that. he what he went through to fucking save her, that that's a bond, y'all. Yeah. Which is why during the fucking uh the song the, montage the long night, the oh. long wait, <laughs> the 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 beginning of the watch, all right? That that scene of the at night, which is why she's with him, is because she feels safe with him. Because how many times have they got out of horrible situations ju- with just do so? Yeah, of course she'd be there. And again, that fucking side eye she got with here's Theon, who is an Ironborn, who is sworn to Danny. Is not with the Ironborn or brought the Ironborn with him because he wants to fight for the Starks. Oh, that goddamn punch. All did, dude, Sansa, without even trying, is punching Danny in the face over and yeah. over and over. And the fact that family be damned, okay? Blood be damned. Honor or fucking allegiance be damned. He wanted to fight. For Sansa and the Starks. Oh, that's got to be shit for Danny. Oh, that's so good. Jake, I'm fucking... I'm, I'm, I'm doing all the talk. Is there any... No. You're... Dude, I'm, I'm interjecting whenever I have something, but... The next one, I'm not putting any notes. It's up to you. Okay? Episode okay. three is you. Okay. We'll have to figure it out, because I've got uh, Ramblers next weekend. Oh, shit. I may talk Fran into doing it then. Oh, uh, dude. Yeah, so much can be fixed by a locked fucking door. <laughs> Danny gonna kill Sansa. <laughs> Again, she gonna fucking die. <laughs> Which one? Which she? Oh, uh, so here, here are legitimately the notes, okay? Fuck, I'm starting to like Sansa. Which is kind of terrifying. So, but, for you. Uh, that was that was the the lilting use was actually written. All right, so much could be fixed with a locked door, and I don't know. Danny gone kill Sansa. Everyone in the north looking to her uh, for leave, not Danny. Oh, Onion Night Soup Kitchen. That precious little girl. All right, she gonna fucking die. <laughs> that little girl gonna fucking die. Yep. The hug cock block. When fucking Ned, oh yeah, whenever John's running to go give Ned, give Dollar Ned a hug. Torment just fucking tackles him, just cock blocks him. The big woman still here. The big woman still here. Oh, that dude, that was so good because you know, like John and Ed, it's like, oh, they haven't seen each other in so long. And you know he knew. You know yep. Tormund's just being a But Tormund really sees John as a brother. Yeah. I think that they just have that kind of like familial bond. Which brings me to a sad thing like at the They're uh, like Vin Diesel and Paul Walker. The the <laughs> 
I know I named it. Kit Harrington would be Vin Diesel since they're both short. <laughs> the the scene at the hearth when he said, "If I was a king," it's like, what? "Aren't you the king? Aren't you now the king?" Bond the wall, like everybody, Bond the wall. Bon the wall. But see, I don't think so. I figured he would be because, dude, he should be. I think because John was able to lead so many through the wall that they're not seeing. They, they see themselves they as free him. folk. Right. But they're following John. And I think that they're actually starting to see themselves more as just northern men. Well, then you know what the king beyond the wall. It's not a birthright. It is yeah. something that it is. It is a title put upon you. But there's no beyond the wall now, and they're not going to go back to the other side of the wall whenever all no, of no. this is done. So I that's why I don't think it's seen that way. Oh, I want you to think about this. So uh, biomes tend to, uh, natural biomes tend to uh, keep itself in check. You oh, know, no if stasis. a predator gets too, uh, gets too rampant, there's not enough things for it to eat, it will die. If there's too many uh, herbivores... There's now shockingly more they, predators to come by to kill, or or they, they die, die because and, they eat all of and the. And then sustenance. the carrions yeah. eat on feast on them. Well, now that there are Dothraki screamers introduced into the environment of Westeros, what happened? There are now wildlings to counteract them. So sure, there are two barbaric races. But they're two very territorial barbaric races that will probably end up kill. Like it, they'll probably kill each other. <laughs> yeah, because you know, like the Dothraki are not gonna fucking just stay. They're not just gonna be in goddamn King's Landing. They're just gonna go. They're nomads. Yeah. All right. They're gonna nomad it out. All right. And well, they're gonna run afoul of everybody, especially the free folk. And they're all gonna like. They're gonna taper each other down, and it's it's kind of cool when you think yeah. about it like that. Yeah, this is where I realized, like honestly, it's during this is when I realized that everything's just so formulaic. Like that's where my note is for like, like God the damn. whole box ticking. Yeah, tick the box, tick the box, tick the box. I was enjoying it too much to worry about that, but. The next bit is easily the best thing in the world. Seriously. Like where you have the six people around the heart. Not hearth just this whole fucking segment. The next like bit, the night Ed of the battle. Like once Ed and Tormund show up. Yes. Ed and Tormund show up. And then they start those final battle preparations from that scene on. That really is the meat and potatoes yeah. and the best part of the episode. This is true. Yeah. And uh, you, you, you do know that when Arya went up to talk to Sandor... She, she was going to fuck Sandor. I don't right? know. I heard that bandied about as a possibility. I'm not sure which way it was going to go. You could you could easily toss about the fact that she spent so much time. There is a familial bond there, so she was going there hoping you know to get there, and then she realized when I'm not hanging around Don and his goddamn beautiful voice. Holy shit, I could listen. Like, when Sandor tells him to shut the fuck up, it's like, no, let this man talk. <laughs> yeah. This voice does things. Like, Bar the dude who fucking does, uh, the dude who plays Barrack, his voice is goddamn amazing. I agree with it that. It has that vibration in the back, yeah. that fucking deep bass And God damn, man. Yeah, you can, like, good. feel it in your stomach. Yeah. 
No wonder the Brotherhood Without Banners got so big. If that man walked up to you and said, I want you to join my army and fight for the little folks. Like, yes, yes, please. Uh, <laughs> sign me up front line, sir. <laughs> you would do that. Yep. You would do anything for that voice, man. It's fucking ridiculous. See, sad okay, sad so news. hold on now. So since you just mentioned that, because it goes to the scene of her shooting the arrows right after that, whenever that actually it doesn't. I accidentally whenever put that, that scene, note first. <laughs> whenever that scene started, like where Arya was taking off her top, which I mean, you know, it showed the thing, which it's like, damn, you know. But whenever she actually took the tunic off, it looked like a fake. Like um, oh, they probably did suit a... kind of thing, yeah. Because it looked did. like there was fabric, like the way it was lit. The the right hand side that you're seeing looked like fabric, and that you know, like the boobs were pushed most like, likely, super yes. close. Which I mean, that's... You know, no, a lot of times they also use body doubles and thanks to that thanks or to the body fact suits. that no, 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 body doubles because. Well, you've seen that shit where you can fucking put anybody's face on anything now. Yeah, but that's not always used. It was first used with Cersei and her Walk of Atonement. That's whenever they first did that, like where they put Lena Hades face yeah. on the, the naked body. I don't know if that's what happened here, but it was just something I noticed yeah. the very first time I watched it. There was something with the lighting, and I was like... It actually kind of, that's what made it more awkward than anything, is I was like, that kind of looks Everybody like a fake Everybody's fucking nude. freaking out. Just because well, she's mean, short, everybody no, no, thinks she's young. No, 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 like, no. I think I get it, because it is. It's basically like seeing a little sister. You have your little 11-year-old sister, and then here it is, years later, she's a grown woman, and she's going to do what grown women do, right? I was, but I, 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 I mentioned this on... Because I know, like, Tally Essen and Evatel on their Twitter account, they had, Tally was like that. He said that his first instinct was like, no, 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 no. Well, and, and that's kind of why, you know, not like he's being all, like, um, like trying to repress women or anything like that. No, But yeah. my point was there's a lot to be said about the writing for that scene because how many women in the world of ice and fire – that do not Are get to choose. Upon. Right. They yeah. don't get to choose when they first have sex. They don't get to choose maybe even the third time that they have sex. It is that choice can be taken away from so many women. And there's a lot to be said that Aria is the one making that decision. No, and some, she's being a top. She fucking of tells him to take his goddamn <laughs> yeah. pants off. And, she, and I want to have the fuck. Yeah. And, okay. She flat out said, hey, I want to have the fuck. It's like, but, but, but. Nom. Yeah. All right. Take your goddamn pants off. So we take a goddamn and it's pants like, of off. Of course she would be on top. Yeah. <laughs> but and yeah. I, a lot of people uh, on since we're still talking about that scene. A lot of people like the the set the the after effect of it of him passed out and her just looking off and everybody's just like oh she didn't get it. Yeah. That no. I saw those memes where it's about like, it like it's like that feeling whenever he goes but you don't. All I could think of with that is. Arya's gonna die, and here's why Arya's gonna die. Probably, she has spent the last how about. many fucking seasons trying to convince herself that she's no one. That she try, even when she came back to the north, she was trying to be. No she one. was trying to be. She was just trying to be the aloof, the nothing. You cannot affect me. But she is still she the just girl. Had that she is still Arya. She is still a girl, Arya, St Arya Stark. Okay, she is in that that little moment where think about this. She's had a reconciliation with John. 
She's met back up with the man she abandoned for dead. She met back up with someone she knew when she was on the run in desperate need of help. All these things that were just straight, pure Arya and not the faceless nobody. <clears throat> she's not going to be in that that proper headspace of the nobody that she wishes she was. She is Arya Stark, and because of that, it is probably going to end up being the death of her. Yeah. That's most likely going to happen. Not a she had sex, so she must die kind of way. God, not like I hope a horror not. movie type of way. <laughs> That is usually the fucking trope of, oh yeah, you finally, you finally, you got finally it. lose your virginity you finally and then you got die. It? Yeah, you're gonna die now. All right, that's why I was so worried about Sam for so long. <laughs> I think Sam is the one definite. I would if if there was one person to bet on that's definitely gonna make it through, it would be Sam. Yeah, that's who I'd put my money on. And I. Uh, so and then the nighting scene. The best, the best fucking part of this entire episode is that whole thing. Just the assholes at the hearth. I love the fact and Tyr- look, this is Tyrion was finally being good again. Okay? With the, that little bit with Pod where he's like, Come on, y'all want some wine? And, and like, he fine, way like more than half, half a, a cup. cup. And he's just fucking spilling it. And then I was worried Pod was gonna become just you know, the Terminator. And then, like, that fucking cheeky wink he gives fucking Tyrion. I was like, yes, Pod is still Pod. But, hold on. I heard somebody mention something that also dawned on me, and I wonder why it didn't happen. Why wasn't Davos taking his shit out in the middle of nowhere? Because remember before the, the, um... Before Stannis, before the oh, bat, yeah, the attack on Winterfell, yeah, he he's like, I walk as far, I take a walk, I walk away as far as possible so that nobody can hear me shitting my brains out, and he's not shitting his brains out. Uh, I want you to know, but Jake, how did he stand up against the hearth? That's true. He did. He, put he did his put his ass back to it. To, he put his ass to the hearth, which is what someone would do when they just spent an hour shitting their brains out. That's not a bad idea. Also, he couldn't leave Winterfell. Yeah. They are bes- they don't know where the undead are coming from, okay? So they are they are essentially besieged. Now, I know Davos Davos Seaworth is the breaker of sieges, but I don't think he could find a way to use his smuggler abilities to shit in the woods outside Winterfell. No, he wouldn't. There's no boat. <laughs> He couldn't sell his boat out past Winterfell. That is really funny. Him talking about how he survived the Battle of the Bastards and the Battle for Blackwater with not much combat prowess. Oh, that was beautiful. And Tormage is fucking right. (laughs) (laughs) But no, that entire scene of that that shit's pure Shakespearean. You know, just oh yeah, as in setting, not as in forsooth. Because yeah, it's that it's that bit. It's that. It's the the wee band of brothers bit where everybody is just culminating the uh, culminating the uh the emotional arc is culminating not the not the story arc but just this is how you ground the characters who are going to die you this is how you make you people care you have the greatness of Tormund just being just abrasively Tormund fucking being like so into Brienne, it hurts. And Jamie not knowing what to do with that. Tormund knowing Jamie don't know what to do with that. 
And everybody just is having. I hear they call you King Killer. I'm sure someone does. <laughs> so oh, just that little bit of Jamie coming back. And God, the goddamn smile on Brianne's right? face. Yes. Oh, it Dude. melted my goddamn heart. Same. No matter how many issues I have and how worried I am that this whole season is just box ticking, that moment, because if you remember, I was cut off when I was saying it, though, but um, with this season, I was Never. trying to be not me. I was trying not to be just fuck it all me. That goddamn scene if I ever feel that way now, I could just pull that goddamn scene up to watch. So Gwendolyn, good. Oh, I'm wanting to say Pryor, but no, that's that's Madeline Pryor, no. the fucking goblin queen from X-Men. Gwendolyn Christie. <laughs> Thank you. I want to call her Gwendolyn Pryor for some reason. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, just that fucking smile on her face because half the reason she's so just, just surly all the time is... She always wanted to be a knight, and she knows she never could be. Even when she said, like, like when they said, I would knight you ten times, and all this is like, never wanted to be a knight. Yeah, but you, you got to love Tormund's bluntness, because he's just like, fuck tradition. Yeah, because it doesn't fucking matter. Yeah, it doesn't. And it's a lot, oh. and that's why I think that if John ends up on the Iron Throne, I think it will be much more like... The clans of the north, of yeah. uh, beyond the wall. I think that there's going to be um, less central figureheadedness of government and kind of thing. Tormund's good. It's going to be more thing. democratic than monarchical. Monarchical. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> Tormund's good for one really good, really good point. Everyone's opinion of the free folk bond beyond the wall are murderous rapists. Here is Tormund trying to woo Brienne. Sure, there probably are a lot like that. I mean, come on, Fens. Fens are Fens, so, you know, they made Ollie. <laughs> right. So, yeah, I'm not saying, you know, hashtag not all wildlings, you know, good wildling, bad wildling shit. No, but. Just like Fans every other are the person, type that would totally spoil something. It's a just giant to be an spectrum asshole. of horrible. Okay, some is horrible, some is not. Here is Tormund, who is the most just abrasive, abrasive, unfucking camp Uncouth. Oh, dude, just pure id. Okay, if fucking him and Hulk met up, the Hulk would be like, "All right, man, you need to talk. You, <laughs> you need to see. Tormund you need some needs help. Su- need help." Okay, Hulk no psychiatrist. He have green hair. He good people. Doc Samson. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, did I tell you, like, I honestly thought in Thor when he was, or no, in Iron Man 2 or 3, when he was talking to somebody, like how it's set dressed with him narrating somebody. For some reason, I was hoping against hope he was talking to Doc Samson. That's how they were going to introduce him. It was just, bam, buff dude with green hair. Do you know what's going on? No, who fucking cares? Of course he'd be there. He knows Banner. Banner's how he became green, how he right. got green hair. So, yeah, it would be great continuity. And he's also a fucking psychiatrist. But it's still funny, him talking to somebody who's just a yeah. doctor yeah. because Tony Stark isn't a doctor. Yeah. He, as smart as he is, he doesn't have a doctorate. So he's like, yeah, any doctor could talk to me. <laughs> so I get that. But anyway. Talk about Tormund. Wildling consent, yes. <laughs> 
<laughs> but no, nah, he's a good example of it's a gamut. All right. Some of it ain't bad. Some of it is. It's not fucking saying the bad don't happen. It's just that not, you know, it's not, they're not to a, to a man, a horrible, like to the man as in everyone is this. It's, I like that. I like that. Cause it shows there's plenty of fucking things. And Oh, the final scene. What is it again? Something that could easily be fucking solved. There's Danny. There's fucking John. They're in the goddamn crypts. He tells her he's Aegon, 18th of his fucking name. Six, all right? but whatever. There's too fucking many of them. I don't know if she's more pissed that she secretly is Ant. He has a right to the throne, or he probably has more titles than her. No, that he has a right to the throne. That's what pisses her off. Oh, no, Jake. A bit of me thinks it's because he has more titles than her. Because he's king in the north. He's the fucking Lord Commander of the Night's Watch. He is him who was reborn. (laughs) It is. Yeah. I do. I do. So I wasn't totally wrong. Killer of Ollie. (laughs) I I wasn't totally wrong in my um, prediction for the way the episode would end. With like the dead horse hoof and everything. So I was somewhat wrong, but not completely right. But one thing I expect... I do like the fact that they didn't show the army. One thing I expect in this episode to happen, I totally expect Melisandre to show up with the fiery hand a la um, Gandalf with the riders of Rohan over the mountain. Like whenever the sun comes up, that sort of thing. I expect the fiery hand to show up in the same sort of way. Yeah. Whenever the battle reaches a pitch to where it looks like everything she is just really left, screwed. Right? She oh. left to go to Volantis. Um, in season seven, and according to fucking everybody, it takes you half a day to get anywhere in the fucking seven kingdoms. Yeah. So I, that's what I expect. I expect that there, or even like the um, the uh, the men of the Vale, how they showed up in the Battle of the Bastards. I expect Melisandre and the Fiery Hand to show up. Kind fucking of that way. sweet Robin at the helm, just just fucking just bowing motherfuckers from Killing the back Doth- of the horse. Dothraki. Oh! <laughs> flat, 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 flat. But, uh, but again, it's, it, they're in the crypts. He's explaining to her that he's, you know, his lineage. And they get interrupted before, this is a dumb thing. This is John fucking Snow. Who doesn't give two shits about the crown? You, you guys want to listen to the last episode when I had a fucking aneurysm trying to explain John's mentality? That's this. Every time he talks to somebody, it's just living versus dead, motherfucker. Living versus dead. Living versus fucking dead. Why are we having this discussion? He is telling Danny because she has a right to know. Also, well, he was actually just looking at. She went to find him, so it it happened semi-organically, all right? Not narratively organically. It was fucking shoehorned by the writers, but still. Grain of salt in it, Jake, okay? Brienne, smile. Brienne, smile. Happy place. But (laughs) right before he can say, it doesn't matter. The horn blows. The horn of Gondor comes a-blowing, all right? Gondor calls for fucking aid, okay? So they now have to get interrupted to go. Just, it don't matter. That's all. Just, it don't matter. It don't matter. It don't matter. Let's go die. The end. Fuck. Just constantly, just me just sitting there, just, fuck. So many shits could be solved with earmuffs and a locked door. (laughs) 
bullshit, Jake. Oh, fuck. What? We forgot one amazing scene. Which one? The meeting of the Mormons. <laughs> Dude. That was so She cool. dressed him down so uh, bad. But she was being respectful still because she realized. Because he, he was not telling her, don't do this because you're a girl. Yeah. He was telling her, don't do this you're because the future you're of the, the house. future of the house. And. Oh, I don't need you, you to, to tell me, me that. that, cousin. It's like, shit! He's, ah, shit! Dude, she looked like a little badass, like in her armor and everything. Yeah. It's like, I'm so oh, pissed her and Arya haven't had a scene together. Seriously, oh. though. And even if it was when she slipped fucking Littlefinger's throat, just Lady Mormont just nodding. <laughs> oh, that fucking scene was so good. Because it was, it was, it's, it was really good for Jorah's development. Yeah. Because she doesn't hate him. His family doesn't hate him. He knows what he did, hates what he did. He's just exiled. Yeah, he's it's just how it is. And the fact that the per, uh, someone who views his own father as close as a father, giving him his own Valyrian steel, which, because it is somebody who... The day after finding out your boss killed his family, you still give him the sword. That tells you how much respect he has for uh, Gior Mormont. I was going to say how much he under like he understands. He, after that scene, I think that's that is actually that because is, of that. I think that Jorah's going to live. And I think to where if there's a Night's Watch or something like that, Jorah will take the head of yeah. it. It's because of that scene with him receiving Heartsbane. There's something about there's something about that. It may that end with gift. Him, with them uh them going into the land of always winter. It may end with him Maybe them uh taking the wall and moving it forward up to completely just block the lands themselves. If that's the case, if they end up like gaining ground like that, definitely he is moving forward. He is going to be the new Night's Watch. Okay, but I have a question. Which one do you think is more likely to happen? Okay, Jamie dying in Brienne's arms or Brienne dying in Jamie's? Which one do you think is going to? One of those two is going to happen in this battle, and I'm not sure which one I'm leaning toward. I'm thinking they both die together. But here's a better, here's a bigger thing. Is Bron is Bria is Bron gonna kill both of them, or just Jamie? So you think Bron's gonna kill Jamie? Honestly, I highly I I don't. If he kills either of them, you think it'll be Jamie? Either and not he's gonna kill them, or after all this is done, he's gonna kill Cersei. One he is going to murder at least one Lannister. I don't think he'd kill Tyrion because he legitimately likes Tyrion. He knows that the he is fucked regardless because Cersei will have him killed no matter what. Because that's just how Cersei do. Or I, I think he may actually kill Jaime. Okay. I ask because I'm kind of getting short on time and me and Annie are going to have to head Oh, back yeah, you guys so are. Long, so but... we do need to wrap up because I was hoping to wrap it up anyway because it's an hour and fucking half B. Hi, Buffface. You need out. So that's your predict. Uh, what are you battle? Who dies first of the major characters, the including main- Grey Worm? Taking Ed off because Ed's dead anyway. There's no way Ed's living. See, I think Ed will live. Really? 
I don't know why, but you my think, gut's telling me. Do you think the brothers of the watch are gonna? Is he gonna have virgin armor? <laughs> I don't know. He might not, though, dude. Especially if Pippin Grin died. Sam has. I don't a bit know. Of I could armor. see Ed dying with yeah. Sam and John burning his body and having to do all that stuff. Oh my god! What if the reverse was true? That Ed lives and the other two die. That he. That it ends with him burning their bodies. It ain't ever gonna happen because John yeah. Snow. But God damn, that would be great. The the one who said, knowing full well he's probably gonna die, he knows that all three of them are gonna die, <clears throat> outlives the fucking the king of the seven kingdoms, and the fucking the brain behind everything. Because I think it's and actually gonna be. I actually think Grey Worm will be the first major character oh, to yeah. to die first. Because I could see that kind of being the dominoes, and then you have like and the different blood riders dying, and then mainly because oh, blood riders mean dick in this. I know, yeah. but but I uh, because just like every other, uh, the all's quiet on the uh, on the Western Front setup to where the moment somebody thinks about tomorrow is when they die. Because like the last thing in the book is the kid who survived the entire time. Stops to draw a bird and gets shot in the fucking head because he he was no longer on his toes. Stopped and thought about and like those movies, like oh when I when the war's over, we're gonna go find a place I'm gonna find my girl. Yeah, that shit definitely. You're fucking dead, bro. Grey Worm's fucking dead. Yep. Because if he survives, Danny's gonna kill him because he's gonna fucking desert technically. And Danny's twisted mind, the fucking Unsullied will desert when they leave. So they're dead. Either Danny's going to be fucking another evil yeah, and no, boring. He's going to die and he'll come back yeah. as a white. Oh, maybe he'll get a worm back. Oh, like, just grab. Hey, it's how the undead work in WoW. You like, if your jaw falls off, grab someone else's, ratchet it in. Just yeah. grab an undead dude's dick and slap it on. Don't worry, Annie. We're getting ready Alrighty. to finish up. <laughs> so, don't worry, boo. If you have, if you're subscribed, it's you're gonna actually good, gonna though. get this at an odd date because this will be uploaded Saturday. I will be uploading it right when we're done recording. So uh, definitely, hopefully, y'all subscribe, or else you're gonna be hearing this after episode two, which we found out last time because episode our episode one bro- breakdown came out the day after episode two. <laughs> So, We're having a slight different release schedule. Yeah. I, I didn't think about it. Sorry That's about right. that, y'all. So. You, you want to tell them where they can get us, Thank Bob? you. I completely forgot what came next. So, when you listen to this, definitely subscribe to us. iTunes, whatever podcatcher you use. We're going to be short-term coming out on Saturdays. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at ABQ Podcast. Capital A, capital B, capital Q. Podcast. Big woman. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you can always email us uh, your takes on what could happen or things you'd like us to discuss. One of which we do need to start working on after this is done. Because uh, Scott gave us a pretty damn good idea that we need to hit on. Uh, oh, shit. Brothersquarrel at gmail.com for Thank our email. You. I just remembered I was supposed to show you a video of fucking Voldemort ASMR. Oh. <laughs> God damn it. Yeah, he said it to me. He was like, fucking hell. <laughs> I. Yeah, so I believe that's everything. So until next time, we hear Rate Adam. and review. You forgot I to thought say I did that. that. No, I don't think. Anyway, whatever. Go ahead. Would like to remind you that no one ever truly wins an argument. Especially if you're good at interrupting your brother.